Welcome to Black Springs, broadcasting proudly on the Underdog Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean Ryan, and tonight we continue with Prey. Please, everybody, remember to hit the subscribe button. More subscriptions means more content and more contributors. And speaking of content, the graphic and suspenseful nature of the show might be too much for our younger and more sensitive crowd. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Prey. I need blood now, Tim. At Samantha's demand, Tim raised his humble cup, resting it on Quinn's collarbone just below the tip of his knife. He leaned in to whisper to Quinn, There's no patience with this one. And with no further delay, Tim sunk the knife deep into Quinn's throat. His neck opened. A pipeline of his crimson life force flowed into the cup like water from a faucet. Quickly full, Tim withdrew the cup, leaving Quinn behind. The blood flow continued unabated. A surge of unease swept over Caleb as he tried to make sense of what he was witnessing. His friend had been mortally wounded. Blood gushed forth with an intensity that defied the laws of nature, its dark red hue staining the surrounding earth. Caleb gasped. He wanted to vomit. Helpless, he looked into his friend's eyes. The only support he could offer was watching him and silently showing that he was still there for his friend. Samantha's chance intensified once more, her voice intermingling with the haunting whispers of the forest. Her desire for power seemed insatiable, her thirst for immortality unquenchable. It was clear that the forces Caleb was facing, now alone, were far beyond mortal comprehension, steeped in ancient rituals and dark sorcery. As the blood continued to pour from his friend's neck, Caleb and Quinn stared at each other. Caleb could see a tear run down Quinn's face, which was quickly losing color as the blood flowed from Quinn's mortal wound. As his skin faded to white, Quinn's light faded away from this realm. His eyes were still open, vacant, and staring directly into Caleb's. Samantha turned to look at Tim. He smiled and whispered to Quinn's now lifeless vessel, I love this part. And now? Samantha demanded, but quickly fell silent. She chose gesturing instead, making an unmistakable sawing motion. She was demanding Quinn's head. Pray, Chapter 4 Tim inched forward and paused ever so briefly. The sight of the relentless flow of blood captivated him. He grabbed his knife once more and carefully cut the ropes that held Quinn's head to the tree. And Caleb watched on in sorrow. Hack by hack. Tim severed Quinn's head from his body with his hunting knife. Each chop sprang more blood onto the swampy floor. The vicious, crude nature of the horde act sent a chill down Caleb's spine. He watched through tears as Quinn's head dropped limply, but his body was still bound to the trunk of the tree. Tim tossed the severed head into Samantha's cauldron, where it landed with a sickening thud. The impact sent ripples through the concoction within causing the smoke to billow and twist. The once black smoke now transformed into an eerie shade of sickly green, casting an 
otherworldly aura upon the surrounding area. Caleb's mind raced, desperately trying to move his body. He could feel blood coursing through his veins, but try as he might, he could muster no more than the wiggling of a finger or the flinch of a toe. Samantha's eyes glimmered with unholy delight as she beheld the plume billowing from the gurgling cauldron. In her twisted mind, the altered state of the elixir confirmed her triumph. She turned to Tim, a wide grin spreading across her face, the anticipation of newfound power coursing through her veins. With the ceremonial cup in hand, they eagerly scooped up the green, bubbling fluid from the elixir. Their hands trembled with anticipation as they raised the cups to their lips, the noxious fumes permeating the air around them. Samantha took the first sip, her eyes widening with pure ecstasy. A triumphant laugh escaped Samantha's lips as she passed the cup to Tim, urging him to partake. Tim raised the cup to his lips and drank deeply. Together, they stood, their bodies infused with the elixir's corrupting energy. Samantha's laughter echoed through the woods, a chilling symphony that sent shivers down Caleb's spine. Samantha's insatiable hunger for power drove her to seek more of the elixir's potency. With a wicked gleam in her eyes, she reached into the depths of the overturned cauldron and retrieved Quinn's skull. The skull had leathered in the boiling cauldron. Its skin was taut. It no longer looked like his closest friend. Dripping with a dark green ooze, Samantha eagerly brought the skull to her lips and drank from it. Her body quivered with a twisted euphoria. Her eyes lit up with unholy fire. Tim was drawn to it as well, and when Samantha had her fill, he took a deep, long gulp from the skull. Caleb watched in disgust and disbelief as Tim and Samantha reveled in the aftermath. They embraced each other, their bodies radiating dark, violent energy. Locked in a passionate embrace, Tim pulled himself away from Samantha. Be back for you later, Tim said to Caleb. He'll keep you company, he continued, and he placed Quinn's severed head on the ground just in front of Caleb's gaze. He laughed wryly. He grabbed Samantha and the two retreated into the depths of their tent. Still motionless, all Caleb could see were the last stragglers of the spiders and snakes that had converged on him that evening. And Quinn, or what was left of him. His severed head, gray and leathered from the cauldron, lay on the floor, his vacant eyes looking directly into Caleb's, an occasional spider crawling over his lifeless, zombie-like face. As Caleb listened to the shrill, ritualistic screams emanating from the tent, he was no longer able to control his emotions. He wept. Tears streamed down his face, sinking into the damp earth beneath him. It was a release of pent-up anguish and a desperate plea for salvation. The weight of his helplessness bore down on him. Caleb's tear-filled eyes widened in both horror and fascination as a large black bird, a raven, not a crow, Caleb thought, perched on a nearby branch. Satisfied it was safe, the raven fluttered its wings, landing on Quinn's headless body. Its head swiveled, as if making sure the coast was clear, and it began pecking into the cavity in Quinn's body, the cavity where Quinn's head once rested. Resurfacing with a mouthful of flesh, the raven pulled its head back, swallowing what it had taken in from Quinn's body. Caleb desperately wanted to scream, to call out for help, 
but the paralysis held him captive. With every ounce of strength he could muster, he let out an anguished groan. The raven, startled by the sound, turned its gaze toward Caleb. Its piercing eyes seemed to bore into his very soul, an ancient intelligence flickering within its dark depths. It hopped off Quinn's shoulders, gliding gracefully through the air until it stood mere inches away from Caleb's face. The bird's presence seemed both foreboding and strangely comforting, as if Caleb was no longer alone. It hopped closer, its beak almost touching Caleb's paralyzed cheek. The warmth of its breath brushed against his skin. Caleb tried to talk, but could only groan once more. The crow quickly flew away, landing on the tree branches above his friend's dead body. Caleb looked at his friend's lifeless head on the forest floor. He closed his eyes, but all he could see was the vision of his friend being murdered over and over again. Quinn, the closest thing to a brother he ever had. Exhausted, immobile, Caleb passed out on the forest floor. Caleb blinked his eyes open squinting against the harsh sunlight that now bathed the forest. His body ached with soreness and a profound thirst that clawed at his throat. The bites that had covered his skin throbbed with a dull pain, evidence of the torment he had endured. As he had regained consciousness, Caleb realized, to his surprise, that he was able to slightly move his fingers and hands. The effects of whatever Tim and Samantha had given him apparently had begun to wear off. Unable to help himself, Caleb looked at his friend's body. The flies had started in, swarming every limb. Determined, anger surged within him, fueling his desperate struggle to free himself from the paralysis that had rendered him helpless. Gritting his teeth against the pain, Caleb felt his arms slowly shuffle against the pine needles on the ground. If he could just get his arms and legs to cooperate, he had a chance. He would move slowly. He would be very weak, so he'd need to find a good hiding spot. He'd need every ounce of resilience and luck within him to find safety from the clutches of Tim and Samantha's dark rituals. But luck was not on Caleb's side. Tim emerged from the tent, his twisted laughter echoing through the clearing. He looked intoxicated, stumbling as he walked. With a voice trembling with anger, Caleb groaned loudly. Tim squinted into the daylight, he scratched his head and laughed wryly. Hell, I damn near forgot about you, boy, he said. His words were slurred from whatever he had been drinking. Caleb's blood boiled, but he dared not move. He didn't want to let Tim know about what little strength he had regained. Did you like that show last night? Tim asked, approaching Caleb leaning in. No? Tim pulled out his hunting knife from his holster. Caleb could see Quinn's dried blood on the blade handle. What about in the tent last night? Like what you heard? Tim held his knife to Caleb's throat. You know, my girl, Tim started. She wanted to start with you. But I saw the way your friend was ogling her. Tim looked at Quinn's body, still tied to the tree. I could bleed you out right here, you know, Tim whispered. His menacing taunts abated when the raven, still perched above Quinn's head, cawed loudly. Tim looked it over with interest, studying it closely. As if briefly considering his next move, Tim let go of whatever he was thinking of and called out, Hey Sam, get out of here. You still got the other one. 
Samantha's chilling presence emerged from the old, tattered tent. The young woman stepped out, her sinister aura palpable in the air. Her dirty blonde hair cascaded over her shoulders like a waterfall of shadows. Her nude body was caked in blood and muck. Her tiny form moved with an eerie grace that defied nature itself. And she again adorned the deer skull over her head, an amulet proudly displayed between her breasts. As she revealed herself, the woods seemed to grow still, as if even nature itself feared this macabre being. She walked towards the pot, which was still glowing green and smoking slightly. He is blood, Samantha demanded, also gesturing a cut of Caleb's throat. Tim drew his knife and stepped toward Caleb, but his advance halted at the sound of Samantha screaming in terror. The raven, its feathers as black as night, swooped down with ferocity. Its sharp beak and talons lashing out at Samantha, she shrieked in agony as the bird tore into her. Tim, still intoxicated, rushed to Samantha as fast as he could, trying to liberate her from the raven's attack. Caleb knew it was now or never. Incredibly weak, he slowly pushed himself into a seated position and tried to will his legs to cooperate. Tim, in his frantic state, stabbed fiercely at the raven. Every thrust and slash seemed to miss its mark. It was as if the knife was going right through the raven's body. This only infuriated Tim more. He continued to stab, swing, and cut at the bird until finally it flew back to its perch above Quinn's body. Tim, out of breath, was still fixated on the raven. I know you, Tim yelled. He picked up a large stone and threw it at the bird, missing by such a wide margin the bird didn't even flinch. That stupid bird's back, Tim slurred as he staggered back towards the pot. Sam? he asked, turning around. Samantha was lying on the ground next to the deer skull, which had been knocked off her head in the struggle. Blood flowed unencumbered from deep knife wounds. Tim had unknowingly stabbed her repeatedly in his attempts to kill the bird. Sam? He beckoned in desperation. Sam, get up! Tim sat down next to her. He began to shake her shoulders. He tried to lift her by the shoulders to sit her up, but it was no good. Her body was limp. Tim quickly scrambled to the pot, scooping up some of the brew, and he splashed it on her wounds. He tried to force her to drink it from the cup. Tim began crying. He quickly paced around, hands on his head. He searched the campgrounds and saw Quinn's head. He ran to it, picking it up, and threw it back into the cauldron. It hissed once again. He filled another cup and tried to force Sam to drink. Nothing happened. In desperation, he grabbed the entire cauldron and poured it onto her. Samantha's naked body lay there as the green liquid washed the blood and ash away from her body. Still, nothing happened. Tim tipped the pot completely over. Quinn's head tumbled out, striking Samantha's body, and came to a rest directly in front of Samantha's head. Quinn's lifeless eyes were still open. It was as if he was a lover, looking at Samantha after a night's sleep. Tim dropped to his knees and let out a guttural scream. It's all your fault, he screamed at Quinn's lifeless head. You and your friend. He turned his attention to Caleb, who was now sitting up, furiously working on his ankle bindings. You ain't going anywhere, he said through gritted teeth as he stumbled quickly towards Caleb. Tim raised his knife high, but just as he was about to drive it into Caleb's chest, the raven swooped down and began tormenting Tim once more. Tim swung violently and fiercely, losing his balance and control of his knife. 
I'll take care of you, Tim shouted to the bird as he dashed towards the tent, disappearing within it. In that moment of chaos, Caleb was able to lurch forward and grab the knife. He noticed, for the first time, its long, thin blade and ornate handle. It had an unexpected heft to it. Tim re-emerged, holding his shotgun. Where are you? He screamed. The raven began to caw. The blasts echoed through the forest, but his shots did not ring true. The raven continued to flutter through the campsite. This time, it landed on a tree branch above Caleb, who had just pulled himself into an unsteady standing position. Like I said, you ain't going anywhere, Tim said, smiling maniacally. He readied a shotgun, took aim, and pulled the trigger. The chamber had been emptied. Frustrated, Tim dropped his weapon and began to charge Caleb. Like a feral beast, he lunged angrily at his remaining captive, knocking him to the ground. Though weak, Caleb was able to raise his knife just in time, sinking Tim's own knife deep within Tim's chest. Laying on top of Caleb and trembling, Tim's eyes widened in horror. The knife had found its resting spot deep within his heart. There, there, Caleb said, weakly and softly. It'll only hurt a little while. Then you won't feel a thing. Ever again. Caleb twisted the knife. But true to his word, the life quickly faded from Tim's eyes shortly thereafter. The full weight of Tim's body came to a rest on top of Caleb, who was still too weak to move much. With every ounce of strength Caleb could muster, he strained against his own limitations, willing his muscles to respond. Slowly, agonizingly, Caleb managed to free his other hand from beneath Tim's inert body. Summoning all his willpower, Caleb managed to roll Tim's motionless body off of him. The weight lifted, albeit momentarily, granted him a window of opportunity. Gritting his teeth, he braced himself and with immense effort, pushed himself upright once more. The raven's presence in the eerie aftermath of the chaos sent a shiver down Caleb's spine. With a calculated precision, the bird landed on Samantha's body. Hopping gently up her legs and torso, the bird came to a rest on her face. Delicately, the raven pecked at Samantha's eyes, savoring the juice that flowed from within them. Caleb couldn't help but think about the spider from last evening, resting on his temple and biting his forehead. Florida justice, Caleb thought to himself. Having finished with Samantha, leaving two gaping holes where her eyes had once been, the raven fluttered over to Tim's still form. It repeated the ritual, consuming his eyes and allowing their juice to cascade down its beak. As quickly as it had arrived, the bird flew from Tim and landed on Caleb's lap. Caleb was frozen, not paralyzed, but from fear. Just as the snakes and spiders had the previous night, the crow delicately climbed Caleb's body. He could feel the sharpness of the talons as they gripped his clothing, pulling it tighter as it climbed higher and higher. Its beak, mere inches from Caleb's eyes, dripping red, crimson blood. To Caleb's surprise, it retreated, flying to the middle of the campsite. It burst into flames, then billowing black smoke transformed it into a beautiful woman in a black dress. You, Caleb said. It was the woman from his dreams. I know you. The woman quietly looked around, surveying the campgrounds. Your friend belongs to the swamp now, she said calmly. She leaned over to pick up the ornate knife. 
You can join us, she told him, glancing sideways at Caleb. You came to Black Springs. You sought out the willows. You could live here forever. No, Caleb said cautiously. You sure? It'll only hurt a moment. Whether he had all the danger he could handle or simply didn't care anymore, Caleb felt secure. He felt safe in this woman's watch. I'd like to go home, Caleb said. If you'll allow it. The woman smiled. I won't stop you, but where you end up is up to you, she said, handing him the knife. Are you always a raven? Caleb asked. That doesn't concern you. Caleb frowned. He was embarrassed, having asked a question which was clearly personal. But the woman's expression softened as she approached Caleb, bent down, and kissed him gently on the lips. Feeling as though struck by lightning, Caleb's strength returned. He gently pulled her face into his, kissing her harder, dropping his knife inadvertently. Laughing kindly, the woman pulled away. That's quite enough of that. As she smiled, Caleb noticed her teeth were sharp. He noticed dried blood. Caleb wanted to inquire further, but thought better of it this time. The woman leaned down and picked up the knife, handing it to Caleb once again. There's a creek past the clearing. You can follow that. Caleb looked. How long? He asked. The woman didn't answer, but sensing Caleb's trepidation, she continued. There's a more than enough venison in that tent. Caleb sighed. You'll be okay. You have friends looking after you. A cloud of black smoke briefly filled the air as she transformed into a raven once more. She flew to Samantha's body and began pecking at its empty eye sockets. Caleb rose to his feet. He found his pack inside the tent. He filled his bag with what food and supplies he could fit in it. Caleb made his way over to Quinn's lifeless body. The blood-stained shirt was still damp. He pulled his knife out and began cutting the rope that bound his friend to the tree. Perhaps he'd be able to carry him back to town, where he could have a proper burial. As he considered this, another large black bird flew into camp, perching on a branch above Quinn's body. It peered directly at Caleb. It spread its wings proudly, as if looking for embrace. You're a crow, the raven called loudly. <coughs> Caleb quickly remembered what the woman said. He belongs to the swamp now. Caleb looked at Quinn's body pensively. The raven cawed once again, and he understood. Quinn's body was not Caleb's to take. It cawed once more. Caleb nodded to the bird. He was choked up. See you around, buddy. Take care. Satisfied, the bird joined the other raven over Samantha's body and began to peck at it. Caleb watched, but it wasn't long before he set off for the creek. He clutched the ornate knife tightly, but as he heard fluttering wings fly from tree to tree behind him, he felt safe, and he threw the knife into the swamp. It was a long journey, but an easy one. As the woman had said, Caleb was just fine. After a few days, he stumbled into civilization. Caleb emerged from the woods and crossed the two-lane highway heading directly into town. The sound of fluttering wings stopped, and Caleb turned around, staring directly into the tree line. A pair of birds, ravens, took flight. They soared through the air as if old friends. Caleb raised his hand to wave goodbye as the two birds flew into the thick.
of the swamp. This concludes our storyline, Prey. We'll be back next week with a classic creature story. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Black Springs Podcast. Please remember to like and subscribe, and we'll catch you again next week.